0: to Cancer with Craig, Managing Your Illness as a Project. I am Kirk Faulkner, your host, and here again with me is the man of the title of the podcast, Mr. Craig Faulkner. Thank you, Kirk. Great to be here. Uh, this is going to be our fourth episode. and Four already? Yeah, there's uh, there's two up and out online, and we've uh, we've gotten some pretty good numbers. Uh, it seems like there's some people out there listening, and uh, you want to give a shout out to...
1: Well, we want to thank everybody uh, for listening. Uh, we appreciate uh, any feedback you have for us. Help steer the uh, podcast. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you.
0: We'll always say this at the end of the podcast, but if you uh, ever want to reach out to Craig directly, uh, you can go to craigjfalkner.com. All the information is there, and on Twitter, Craig. Faulkner underscore. So today, our episode we're calling Episode 4, Time Management When You Have Too Much
1: Time. What do you think about that uh, title? I like the title. It is a little counterintuitive, time management when you have too much time. You always think, oh no, I've got to manage my time better because I don't have enough time. But we've kind of turning this on, it's edge. Yeah, I
0: mean, just being with you, you know, it's funny, my experience with this mirrors yours a little bit, because I hang out at the hospital with you sometimes, I hang out at the house with you sometimes, so I get to see a little bit of you being in this spot where you have a lot of time, but at the same time, you're limited to what you can be doing. So, what's the deciding factor how
1: are you deciding to spend your days? It is uh, still wrestling with it just a little bit and and just so the audience understands, one of the challenges I have having come through the stem cell transplant is my immune system is taken down and I am very very susceptible to any kind of germs, any kind of infections. And so I'm under very very strict orders not to go out in public places, not to be around large or even small groups of people and that is for the first 100 days from my stem cell transplant. Even as I begin to feel better and as I lose the nausea feeling that you have from the chemo blasts that I had in the stem uh, stem cell transplant, even as you start to feel better, you are restricted with what you can do.
0: Yeah, and not only that, it's very hard to tell when you're going to feel better, because I know that when we were talking with some of the doctors and they were talking about this 100-day period, I was under the impression that you'd be pretty down and out for most of it, and you've actually kind of been bouncing off the walls a little bit.
1: Well, I have been bouncing off the walls. Um, I have not only been bouncing off the walls. I think as I've been bouncing off the walls, all my all my hair has fallen out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> literally. I'm looking at a, a pretty cue ball
1: over there. But that is the interesting thing because while I'm not a hundred, certainly not a hundred percent, I certainly have energy to do things, and I am finding that as I have these big blocks of time in front of me. If I don't have things planned to do, anxiety starts to build. And it's a, it's a real thing. I've, I've never really had anxiety before, but it is something that I'm faced with. And so it is becoming really imperative for me to have projects and a clear purpose and a clear goal for the day, the week, and the month. Now, you're
0: a person who's had a lot of projects in your life. Um, You started a few businesses. And uh, aside from that, you're always taking on some kind of extracurricular project, whether it's motorcycles or woodworking. How have you scaled back? Well, first, I guess, have you scaled back? you know, the projects that you're, you're taking on since you've been sick? And how have you decided which projects you're going to keep going, which ones you're going to let go of, and then how, how do, would you change them up?
1: Okay, well, I, you know, first, uh, I I've certainly have had to scale back my work schedule because I can't be in an office with groups of people and be susceptible to, you know, the germs that that are passed around in an office environment. So my work schedule certainly was the majority of the day. So that has got to be replaced then with other things that I can do from home from a germ-free environment. So one of the things that I've done is decided to launch this podcast because it was something that I could do at home. It was something that I thought could be meaningful to others. I'm looking around the house at projects, at small projects that I can handle handle from an organizational standpoint, you know, getting around to whether it's getting around to reorganizing a closet, going through each room of the house, and certainly not rearranging furniture, but going and assessing the condition or or what you may want to do with different rooms in the house. That is kind of on my radar. One of the things that Marilyn and I talked about, and this, this was actually over a year ago, when and you recall, Kirk, we bought some land, we bought 100 acres in East San Diego County, we were excited about developing a kind of a legacy property, a family ranch. And so we bought this property, we started with the plans, and then I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. I can remember asking Marilyn, well, what do you think? Should we move ahead with the project or should we just stop? I loved her answer. And her answer was why would we stop? Of course, I'm thinking the worst, and she's thinking the best because we want to live our life. We want to live our life to its fullest. And so I think as I try to weigh in my mind during this at least 100-day period that I have of really recouping, I'm trying to weigh in my mind the projects that can have some short-term significance and bring me some satisfaction, but also looking at projects that have potential long-term significance and That's why we decided to move ahead on the ranch.
0: What are the aspects of a project that you think make it worth your time right now? And maybe how has that changed since you've gotten sick?
1: Well, that's a really good question. I think the aspects of a project that make it worth my time right now are can I have an impact on other people? I don't know why I'm kind of obsessed about that. I'm excited about the business experience that I've had over the years. I have a real desire to share that with others. I'm excited about continuing to create the legacy that Marilyn and I have worked all our lives. I'm excited about continuing to do that. I'm excited about, I guess, to summarize, the project is most worthwhile to me if it touches somebody else.
0: Yeah, and I also heard a strong creative strain through there. Where if you got to create new things That's for, right. for other people, so creation and connection, I like it. Right, right. We talked a little bit before we got on the mic today about some other topics, and one thing that we were talking about is how during you know during your life before you got diagnosed, when you thought about scheduling, you mostly thought about scheduling work and about what's changed now. When you think about time management, what what new things are you taking into account?
1: Time management has really changed for me because I have these huge, expansive blocks of time. And I find that if I can't break up these blocks of time, again, I become very anxious. And this is a new phenomenon for me. What I've tried to do is I've tried to take two or three hours during, say from 10 until one or two. And I've tried to reserve those hours for meeting with individuals, come to the house will help me further projects that I've identified. I schedule a little time during the afternoon to rest to take a nap. One of the things that I'm struggling with quite candidly is the time from 6 p.m. till the time I go to bed, which is around 9 or 10. For those of you that know me, you know I love TV, I love Netflix, I love watching movies. But for whatever reason, watching TV at night gives me more anxiety right now. And so I'm struggling with how to break up that time in the evening from a, not that I feel like I need to be productive every hour, but how do I invest that time to lower that anxiety level?
0: And do you have any good things that you found that you're able to do at night to replace television that help keep the anxiety down?
1: I'm working on it right now, to be honest with you. One of the things that I've done, I fired up my Audible account so I can download books and listen to them at night. And so I think that will be a positive thing. I've got a lot of other business books that I want to dial into. Also, I'm still a little uncertain how to manage that time because my energy level isn't super high. It's starting to fall off, but I still have that tug of war. So one of the things that I have done, so right now, really, it's it's books on tape, maybe cleaning up some of the files on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. I'm very open for any suggestions. If anyone has struggled during the night hours, what can you do when your mind still is active? For me, just sitting down and reading a book is not enough. It needs to be something more than that. I'd love, uh, love a shout out on yeah, that be from great. anybody.
0: I'm sure some of our listeners have some great suggestions. Are there any tools that you've been using to help manage time recently?
1: There are a couple of tools that that I really have been going to. I'm sure everybody is familiar with Evernote. It's a great app, can help you capture information, capture articles, videos, photographs, whatever. And I have a a number of different files. I love Evernote. I use it all the time. And the other thing that I found myself using very actively, which is a little strange because it doesn't seem like I would really be that focused on trying to carefully schedule time, but I'm really using my Google Calendar as much or more than I've used it in months gone by, not only because I've got doctor's appointments, but I really am looking at it with an eye towards getting a good cadence during the day so I keep my spirits up, keep my anxiety level down. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like those two apps work well together? Do they integrate or you go back and forth? I don't necessarily have them integrated. I think you can actually set up tasks or to-do with Evernote and it will coordinate with Google. I haven't done that, but I really have tried to simplify it. I mean, there's so many great apps out there that you could be using. I know you're a big fan of Trello. I like Trello too. Trello is is a great way to start to dissect a project. But right now, today, this week, I'm just trying to keep it as simple as I possibly can, Evernote and then Google Calendar.
0: That's great. I think that's good for today. Is there anything else about time management that you wanted to add before we signed
1: off? This has been a really interesting experience. And before we started this broadcast, I was mentioning to you that I have never really had this feeling before about my time and the feeling that i have is i've got all of this time and there are only you know i'm limited to what i can do there's still a lot i can do granted but having all this time is a is such a new way to look at time management prior to this scheduled at work i was scheduled coming home i had things in the evening i had things on the weekend i mean my schedule was booked as many of our listeners' schedule is booked. But this has just flipped the whole time management on its head for me. It's been an interesting thing to ponder and think about.
0: Yeah. And I can imagine that you got a lot more to figure out about it. How long have you been home from the hospital now? Has it been a week yet? I think it's been one week. Yeah. One week. So I'm just trying to keep people tied into the (laughs) timeline. Yeah. One week of house arrest and already. Yeah. And already (laughs) I'm
1: climbing the walls. I was in the
0: hospital for two weeks. When I showed up today, the podcast room had been completely rearranged. We have a new setup and it's actually working really well. Yeah. So there's a little nervous energy gone to a
1: good use. I did that in the evening, trying to break away from the TV. Yeah, I did rearrange a room here. So I'm not just sitting around. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that we got to jump on today.
0: And this was, I thought, was a good conversation. And we'll sign off by reminding everybody to go to Craig J. Faulkner, check out some of the other stuff there. And any financial advisors, please go to FMG Suite and
1: sign up for their deal. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. All right, thanks.